What is going on, everybody? I'm going to go ahead and leave that one in right there. <laughs> Real the runners, DJ Khaled style from back in the mid. I don't know if you guys know about that because you guys were little children back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What's going on, everybody? Jorge Aquino coming to you live and direct right here out of Scottsdale. Guess where I'm hanging out tonight? I'm at Echelon Auto Sports, one of my favorite places to be at. And we're going to have a really, really great episode today. Matt Meekham. What's up? 86 up in the building. And a special guest, my boy Derek Jones. What is going on? Would it have been too long? Good connect. Uh, that that, that felt good. good. That was, that yeah, really pops some mics. Yeah, I was going to say. I sincerely apologize to anybody's eardrums right now. But um, we're going to have a great conversation tonight. Derek is actually joining us um, because he, we were like, hey, you're, you're at Echelon. Let's go ahead and do a triple pod. And then Matt and I have been wanting to go ahead and get together for quite a while now. Um, Matt's doing – Matt just does such cool shit. Like it's – <laughs> I can't even start. I'm like I'm really stressing right now because he, like it, I'm gonna unbutton my shirt. That's making yeah. me wow. Ooh, Matt, 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 first one. There we go. But uh, for those of you who don't know Matt, um, Matt is one of the uh, detailers slash um, uh, making sure that. Well, actually, he works here at Echelon. He calls himself the shop bitch. Which is hilarious. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. And I can say that. You can yep. look it up on the bio, of course. But Self-proclaimed. This is true. As many of you know, we I've come over to Echelon on a multitude of occasions to go ahead and hang out with Cody. He's been kind enough to host me here. We've recorded several times here, and now Matt's hosting me, and I appreciate it, my brother. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you do over here at Echelon? And let's make, let's, I definitely want to give a plug to Echelon because they're oh, yeah. so kind. I think this is the fifth time I've recorded a podcast from here, so I appreciate them so much. So I call myself the shop bitch. They don't like it when I call myself that. They prefer shop hand. I'm, I'm more or less just like help out. I do um, parts running, paint runs. I go buy stuff whenever I need groceries. I, uh, I unwrap cars. I uh, take off wheels, do set or send wheels out for powder coat, stuff like that. Just sort of just like buttoning things up and helping yeah. around the shop. And not to mention more than that now, now you're starting to kind of become the face of the Echelon. I know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's be real. I do car reviews with Derek. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other thing. Like when you went ahead and hit me up, he was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm working at Echelon now. And I was like, oh, shit. And, you know, Derek's such a helpful, incredible hand uh, in anything media related. Like the dude, a great eye for detail, a great eye for video, for photography. Um, Made me look beautiful in a 720 on the morning. Uh, you do that yourself, man. You do that uh, yourself. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But first of all, it's good to see you. How you been? And been what you good. what are you up to here at Echelon now? So uh, Echelon is just one of many stops on uh, a route of multiple automotive shops and mm-hmm. others that I cover with TXP Media. So okay. I'm not just here all the time, but uh, I do love you. Echelon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it would be a shorter commute, but. <laughs> Uh, I do love all the shops that we cover, um, but I just pop in uh, a few times a week and I try and get the best content available for the shop, kind of elevate a little bit more, and luckily Matt has been helping with that by doing some pretty funny, pretty cool uh, car reviews that I think, because there's a lot of unique stuff that comes through here and we wanted to really highlight that. And yeah. I'm glad that we've been able to do that and that uh, he's kind of gotten a little bit more a uh, little bit more FaceTime. No, he's, he's doing an exceptional job. I'm not Thank just you. saying that, brother. You know how like I hit you up on the daily about what you're doing every single time you pop up. It's so funny because we see Cody and then Cody's never on camera. He's always like so serious. He's like, oh, I'm 
He avoids yeah. the camera. He avoids yeah, the camera. Yeah, he avoids the camera. Yeah. And every time I he's put the, on he's him, he's like, he just make it. He's usually the man behind the camera. But if he listens to this one, of course, big shout out to Cody. Oh, yeah, of course. Got a lot of love for the GOAT. The GOAT. We're going to go all over the map tonight. Um, there, we're going to be talking Matt shenanigans in Car Week, but also what he does. It's so funny because I talk about constantly how much I love film photography, yep. but Matt does film roles, if Vide- you will. Videography. Like videography. Yep. Yep. Super and, 8. And it's the coolest thing, especially when you see modern stuff behind that and yeah. I kind of wanted to talk to you about that a little bit tonight bro because I haven't seen anybody else do anything like that the other day I got a compliment telling me which was very kind of this person saying like nobody's doing podcasts in the sense of you know highlighting the people here in car culture here in Phoenix which I, I take a great amount of not just respect but admiration that somebody would do that and I do it because I love what we represent yeah but you're and what you're doing you're in the similar vein nobody else is doing anything like nope. that at all and you're doing it for fun yeah like and so I gotta ask like what even told you man I'm gonna go ahead and do this like what what about it was it that like really caught your eye I, so I've always loved like you said like you do too film photography it, it yeah. always just it looks cool it looks vintage it looks like all you see all day is digital photography, like yeah. phones and like cameras and DSLRs and stuff like that. So when you see like film, you're like, whoa, that looks really cool and that's like super authentic. And when you see modern cars on that, you think that's awesome. And I figured, what's something that like no one does? It's in that sort of realm of stuff. So I, I wanted to do videos. And um, my dad would always mention, like, talk about how you would shoot like Super 8 videos and like, oh, back in my day, Super 8 was cheap. And yeah. it's how you shot a video when you were poor, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and so I, I, you know, just before Car Week last year, I did a little bit of research and I'm like, I think it'd be really cool if I shot my first Car Week on Super 8. Right. So I went and just like totally blindly bought a camera from Japan on eBay for like 400 bucks. And it got here is brand new. Never had a roll ran through it before. I was the first person. The camera was made in the eighties, and um, this cherry. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So and then I went over. (laughs) So I went over. I bought I think four rolls for Carly, and I just I just shot it. And then I went and got developed, and I'm like, wow, this is really really cool. This looks insane. So and now I've kind of made that my little little bit of a like a niche thing because. Like you said, no one else does it, and I save it for like really special events, which thankfully I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be a part of often. But you know, I like to shoot like hyper cars and like right. really sick stuff on that sort of film because there's just nothing like that out there. No, there's not. It, it's it's so it's so striking. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best way. Like I remember the first time you went ahead and put it up on your Instagram account. Which actually, let me go ahead and let's give a couple plugs right now, really quickly before I forget. First of all, you can go ahead and find Matt at bra underscore eighty six on his Instagram account. Yes, sir. And then Derek's at Hot Lab Studios, um, doing utter shenanigans. Like, <laughs> motherfucker was not helped out with space shit. I don't. I yeah, can't even. I don't. I mean, this guy is get into that. Choose your own adventure at this point, and I'm just like just gnarly. flipping the page. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah quite flipping. Just oh, amazing oh. stuff. And I, and, I want to, and I definitely want to bring that up in a second, but like. I remember the first time you went ahead and showed it on your Instagram account, back to the film. Um, it was a few months ago. Yep. And, like, you know, Cody focuses on f- film stills. Like, oh, he yeah. loves doing that for fun. And, and, of course, he's a fantastic photographer in his own right. Like, he, he, he 
he captures everything in the moment. Oh yeah. And you're doing that, but from the video side yep. and whatnot. And so when you first dropped that set, it was, um, I think it was a wire. Mm-hmm. And to go ahead and see a wire, right, on, you know, old school video roll like that, yep. you know, where it's like bursting with, you know, with co- not the color, but like almost like in black and white. Mm-hmm. It's and like the frames. The and, frames and everything and, like that. I was like, this is... You mentioned on Super 8, and there's a movie, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a J.J. Yeah. Abrams movie. It's called Super 8. That was also another inspiration. I was yeah. a big fan of that movie, and I was like, hmm, wonder what Super 8 is. And I looked into it, and I saw it was like an old film style. And that's just like, when I was trying to think of something to do special for my first car week, that is yeah. also what popped in my head. I mean, also, Cody doing film photography. Right. You know, I wanted, like I said, I was a big fan of it. I love the way it looked, and I wanted to be a part of it, but I wanted to kind of have my own little unique yeah. take on it. 100%. Well, it, feel, it fits so together because you you and Cody and Michaela, shout out to Michaela, of course. Of course. Like, you guys kind of go, like, three yeah. peas in a pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they go, I'm there. Yeah, exactly. Nice versus. It's, you know. it's, it's really fun. You guys are, I want to make sure I get this right. It's the BMG crew, right? BMG, baby. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. I know you guys got the tats and whatnot. Matching tats. I saw that. And the funny thing is I saw you got recently the SV tat. Yeah, I got SV um, on my forearm. I love that. So, um, I think it's very clear the three of us are big Lamborghini fans. Oh, Derek yeah. and I, we took the 720 out a few months ago. Gave me a ride of my life. Um, which you can go ahead and see on both of our Instagram accounts. We put multiple videos out there, probably annoyed the crap out of people, but for good reason. Oh, yeah, right? Um, all three of us are big Lamborghini fans. And I'm just curious to go ahead and get, and I'll start with Derek, um, because we really talked about the McLaren, but we didn't necessarily talk about our love for supercars. What is it about Lamborghini? that really kind of like brings you the big joy because you're a big Uricon fan in particular oh I absolutely love Uricons yeah um, and everyone he loves making fun of me for it like, <laughs> why would you like why do you want a Uricon well dude I, I, I love Uricons no I did too I, I, awesome. I'm a professional Her shit talker just like <laughs> I, I get it straight from Cody you know oh, yeah. I, it rubs off on me but I'm just a, I just like fucking people but. no yeah um, I don't know uh from just when I was really young getting into cars, Lamborghinis were so striking to me. I wasn't a big fan of how the Ferraris looked, and honestly, Porsche wasn't even on my radar. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's know. changed a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little tiny bit. Um, but I think it was just seeing them at car shows, seeing them at Barrett-Jackson, um, and especially uh, some of the Need for Speed games. Yeah. Um, uh, they just made my love for Lamborghini grow because it was it was brash, it was exciting. Right. I like that type of like in your face, just having a good time, looking cool, sounding cool. Just you can't beat a V10 symphony mm-hmm. and a V12 symphony, and that's something that Lambo does incredibly well. I couldn't agree with you more. It definitely, if you, especially when you're a shy kid in, per- in particular, when you have something like that, it's almost like it allows you to kind of bring out an alter ego that you never knew you really had to begin with. That's why it's so interesting to go ahead and see Bruce Wayne driving around in a Lambo. Oh, yeah. Because Bruce Wayne and Batman are two different characters. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, You know, Bruce Wayne, although a rich billionaire and, you know, gets hosed by the dozen, (laughs) (laughs) he's still still kind of like, you know, he kind of keeps away. He's still very chill. He keeps to himself. It's just him and, and, and Alfred and whatnot. But then to go ahead and see, in particular, when you watch The Dark Knight, he's riding around in Mercy, and then Dark Knight Rises, he's riding around in Aventador. Like, it's like, okay, that's where you kind of get the hint of, like, 
well, underneath the soul of Bruce Wayne, there is a Batman in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like that for a lot of us who are Lamborghini fans, there's this specialness that comes out of us, which we really didn't know existed, especially for those who were, who like understated things. Like I like understated cars, but yeah. then I also love, I love the shit out of a Lambo. Like mm-hmm. I will adore it. Something for just over the top, yeah. just That's outlandish. Like the Venino is my all time mm-hmm. favorite oh. car, hands yeah. down. Yeah. I would do many despicable and dirty and terrible things to get my hands on a Venino and I would drive that thing into the ground. Yeah, I feel that. What about you, man? What's what's your Lambo? Lambo, oh man. So, I mean, of all time, a Venino Coupe because that's, Coupe? there's only three in the world. Like, yeah. that's that's insane. But like, Cole Car was a big Venino fan too, huh? So oh yeah. You guys that, big that, car, cause, like, that car, because that car is what birthed like one-offs like sure in, in, i would agree with that yeah. absolutely what 2013 was like the yeah, f- yeah. And it's like back then no one was doing that yeah so. and, and it's funny before that you had reventone yeah which was based off which was half breed of aventador and lp640 yeah you know so like that they were was absolutely crazy right. on its own. oh yeah. i love that car to oh, death yeah. it's so that might be the prettiest of the Lambo V12s. It really it is. It's a incredibly beautiful. It really Arguably, is. very beautiful. But mm-hmm. but for me, besides like the hypercar, like insanely rare realm, I like the Aventador SV. I like the Aventador platform top to bottom. Wait, but for wait, me, you the, just you just like it. Just, just like a little bit, not like, like to get a tad. Yeah, no, yeah, I just like the SV, just yeah. a little bit, just yeah, to get a tad it on me. You know? Yeah, no, that's that's, that's my like. If I could have, that's and my I have favorite. A Monte on mine. Yeah, that's my favorite supercar right. of all time because it's everything a supercar like should be. Right? Mm-hmm. It's loud. It's not easy to drive. You can't see out of it very well. It's got a. It's got twelve cylinders. Doors that go up. It's got yeah. no space for anything. It's just. Every it guzzles gas. It's just everything like you wouldn't want normally out of a car, but it's there anyways, and that's what makes it so fucking sick. Is because right. it's just like this, Perfect. just like yeah, you just gave an Italian a, a fucking line of coke and gave him a crayon, and he drew an Aventador. And like, yeah, boom. That's that's where an Aventador came from. He's like, he's going that twelve cylinders, and you know, just, what's so funny? It's just so over the top and just yeah. like unconventional that it's sick. Because it's, it's like it's funny to talk about the Aventador in that vein, but when you go back through the lineage, I mean, even yeah, but when you go back to Mercy, Mercy's a little bit. It's it's weird to say in the in year twenty twenty three that the Mercy Lago is more subtle than an Aventador. When if you take away Aventador and you yeah. take away Revuelto, which is coming, which I'm very much looking forward oh, to, yeah. you look at Mercy. Like Mercy's not subtle whatsoever. No, but when no. you compare it to yeah. an compared to an Aventador, it's yeah, crazy. It's like, and then also, when you compare it to Diablo, because to be Diablo is less so than Mercy. Yes. Mercy was this like interesting, like because when Audi took it took over Lamborghini, they decided to go ahead and make a softer looking supercar. Mm-hmm. But it works, mm-hmm. right? Because and like to me, like, I'm a Mercy guy, and I've said it countless times in almost sixty episodes of Tormenting Tarmac. I've said the Mercy Lago. And the Diablos, those are my Lambos. Mercy yeah. a little bit more over Diablo. But you look at Diablo, and Diablo, that that's what I feel like Aventador obviously gets a lot from Mercy, mm-hmm. but from a maybe a design language standpoint, it actually gets a little bit more from Diablo. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then Diablo gets a ton from Countach, yep. especially LP, or X, uh, what is it, uh, 5000 QV, yep. um, and the 25th mm-hmm. anniversary, and, and, and whatnot. 
and Amira is its own thing. But like you look at Kuntash, like and you look at what it represented, especially early to mid to late eighties. Like talk about freaking snorting coke like nobody's business. Yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna show up and you're just gonna blow everyone away. Exactly. It's like dating back to the Kuntash, Lamborghini was still out there making the most unconventional just not normal car that shouldn't be on the road, but yeah. it is anyways, and it's sick. Yeah. Like, right. everyone that's ever driven a Countach can attest that Countaches suck, right? Like, they don't suck, but they are not fun to drive. They're, they're you have to you have to do a lot in order for it to be a pleasurable drive. Exactly. It it's like the wind. Like, yeah. Yes. It's, it's the clutch is hard. There's no AC. There's this, this, and that. But there's it's no still, the gearbox, but that's what so. makes it such a badass car is because yeah. it's not, it's not like a, it's not like a Kia or whatever, you know. It's not. It's not some normal daily driver. It's this total toilet. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. It's this total like un- unconventional, just like monster that like shouldn't be on the road, but they just did it anyways because right. why not? You know, it's just it's super cool. That's what makes Lamborghini. I think my favorite one of my favorite car manufacturers ever. It's just yeah, they I was make stuff say, there are two others in particular which we'll talk about tonight. Yeah. Your, your affinity for it and whatnot. Oh um, yeah. And I want to and I want to continue to to discuss a little bit more about your film, but I want to go over to Derek really quickly because so by the time that this drops, it will have been probably a week and a half since this went, um, since this got made live. But you and big shout out to Charles Charles Sarita, who's been yeah. on the podcast before, very kind gentleman. Of course, I appreciate him and everything that he does for the Phoenix car community. Um, but you guys worked with, um, now I want to make sure I get his name right, Blair. Mm-hmm. What's his last name? Bunting. Bunting. Shout out to Blair. And uh, Mike Mays. Yes. Also. So yeah. this whole crew, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you take this over. The project that you guys, th- okay, I can only say that you guys pulled this one out of your ass. Because <laughs> seriously, this is what dreams are made of. This is the type of stuff when you're like a kid who's, a fun, who's into photography for fun and is in love with space. This is what you dream of. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray that Blair listens to this podcast. I've never met Blair. Seems like an, an outstanding individual. Oh, yeah. Insanely talented. Extremely. But why don't you go ahead and tell the people who maybe haven't seen this on Instagram just yet, why don't you tell them what Blair did and what you and Charles and Mike also and I think there were several other people that were involved in this project. Oh, yeah. This is utter insanity. There's been a lot of people involved. Um, off the top of my head, I don't have literally everyone's names just because I am terrible with names. But, uh, and I didn't prepare at all. Anywho. It's all good. Yeah. Um, this was, Derek being with us was definitely off the cuff off yesterday. Like, So it, this is okay, but it's all good, brother. Yeah. I didn't interrupt. Uh, no, you're good. But, so this all started... Uh, rolling around uh, probably about a year or so ago, maybe a little more. Um, where and for Blair, even prior to that, yeah, a little, yeah. little bit, yeah. And so he got the ball rolling with it with the Air Force and with uh, getting it approved by the Pentagon and all that stuff. Um, like, there had to be multiple, it sounds really absurd, like. When hearing it and saying it, it still sounds absurd, sure. but it's like, okay, well, we did it. It's just kind of like casual now. Yeah. Sure. Um, but what he did, what we did, is called the photo shoot at the edge of space. Right. And this was, to just give a synopsis, Blair had to train for quite some time to be able to take a pressurized flight up to the... Uh, 
well, the edge of space. space. And so this the dragon. Like, what, 70,000 feet? Mm-hmm. Right? That's yep. what I read? Yep. 70,000 feet wow. in the U2 Dragon Lady. And he was, there were actually two of them. There were two U2s up there. So Blair was up there to photograph um, basically everything. Uh, it was kind of a touching tribute to his dad, to his wife, to his kids, um, and kind of one of the high points of his career that he has been lucky enough and worked hard enough and is so talented and knows all of the right people to be able to make this come together to be able to do something that very there is you could probably count on your hands the number of people who have done something like this in fact i believe that you can um but i was asked to come aboard and help do some photos and video for this project out at Beale Air Force Base um, back in uh, what was it, April. Yeah. Um, we spent a good like two weeks out there, and it has easily been one of the best like two weeks of my life. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it was so much fun. We had so many good people out there. Uh, all of the airmen out on Beale helping support us, serve us, and protect us. And all of the pilots, everyone involved was just fantastic. Um, and although, I mean, there were, of course, there's always bumps along the way. Yeah, of course. But we just, we worked around them and we were able to come out with some incredible imagery. Um, Blair, of course, being extremely talented, where he even had to, uh, he had to do like calculations on light metering and distance because one of the screens actually failed. I'm not sure if I can say that. I think I can. Um, I mean, we could always cut that bit out. Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting. Um, But one of the one of the screens failed, and he had to do all of the the focusing and uh, metering by just by hand and by himself so he is an incredibly talented individual to be able to do this and that shows very very much in his work that comes out and even the images now um i'd say go search up blair bunting and go check them out on his website um as well as the video that we did which should be on multiple news platforms now you can also check out um petapixel has a documentary video about it. Uh, shout out to those guys, and they did a fantastic job. Um, but there's multiple, multiple different videos, multiple different photos to check out of just the sheer shooting another U2 from a U2, a spy plane at seventy thousand feet. That's nuts, dude. On the edge of space. That's so it's, sick. And we have some really cool patches now, which are pretty exclusive, which I like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty but, um, Yeah. It, it was a wild ride yeah. um, just being and it was one of those things where I kind of had to like pinch myself a couple of times because I was like huh I do some kind of out there stuff yeah. uh, that now it all just sounds so casual talking about but it, it's still you know a little wild um, that I, I had to pinch myself at it and be like okay yeah we're actually doing this we're on base we're with these incredible spy planes we are shooting content that um most people never knew existed Mm -hmm. because i i don't know how many people you could really talk to outside of the military and outside of aviation fans who really know anything about like the u2 and the u2 program um but 
there was so much stuff that I learned, so many great people that I met. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm not even doing it justice talking about it now. Blair did a fantastic write-up and some fantastic interviews that I would highly it's, recommend. It's seriously, it's amazing because, and I know this is a car podcast. We're going to get them back to cars in just a second. <laughs> but as many of you know, cars you guys are in the sky. Yeah, I mean, dude. And they use they I use mean, Dodge I love jets too. I know. Yeah. We live out in Surprise. We live right by Luke. You see exactly. jets, jets every single day. Every single day. When I lived out there, that was like my favorite thing in the entire world. Seeing the F thirty five fly over, that was so sick. Yeah, so. I mean, one of my favorite all time movies is Apollo thirteen. Oh yeah. It's, you know, Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon. Um, it's uh, Bill uh, Bill Paxson and uh, Gary Sinise and all you know. I'm dropping all these names from the nineties yeah. and shit like that. But you know, and by the way. If people don't know this, and I know you guys do, but there's a huge correlation between astronaut, astronauts and cars. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like back That's in the strange. 60s, you know, every Ford, astronaut Chevy was giving got, got a Corvette for a dollar back in the 60s. Like, that's rad. There was that, and then they'd get an Omega Speedmaster because an mm-hmm. Omega Speedmaster was the only watch that was capable to go up into space. Fun fact, Tag actually sent Blair I a saw custom oh, watch, cool. and NASA sent him a uh, NASA approved space uh, wrist strap. That's I'm not cool. sure exactly off the top of my head what made it NASA approved, but it's NASA approved. It's NASA, NASA approved. I mean, the fact that I mean, anything's NASA approved, yeah, it's just like a top 10, 10 times cool. Yeah, yeah, this is the conversation piece. Like, you know, this is NASA so, approved. Oh, okay. yeah, you have a you have a watch? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's NASA so approved. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I saw a watch and I was like, oh my god, it's a, oh, I think it's a tag Monaco, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I saw that and I was like, bro, this is, this is not, what I, it's so funny. What I'm starting to understand after almost, by the time that this drops, it'll actually be the unofficial, official anniversary of Tormenting Tarmac. It'll be two years of having started this podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's because of people like you, why this shit still exists. So I appreciate you and everybody who's listening. And so what I've started to realize is that a lot of the people that I get to know and get to hang out with, such as Matt, such as Derek, and such as anybody else who's been on this podcast, y'all don't do normal shit. Not even if you tried. Not if you tried. I mean, you know, Cody, who I've name dropped several times on this podcast, but shout for out good Cody. reason. Big shout out to Cody and of course Nikayla and, and Nikayla and Tyler, who I'm, the reason why I'm about to bring him up. You know, most of you guys know. Cody took me out on an SVJ yeah, it's like, for a 55-minute run on a podcast. And to this day, I still think about and I visualize everything without having watched having to rewatch the video. Like I know exactly how that day went. Um, and again, not normal. Derek took me on a run in a McLaren 720S for my very first real supercar experience. Shit wasn't normal. No. The shit that we did in that car was not normal. <laughs> and it wasn't sexual, I promise. But again, well, <laughs> just, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little way. It made me feel a certain way, that's for sure. I was flabbergasting, searching for breath, and trying to understand what I was going through emotionally, and of course, and all that fun stuff. That's the Derek special. I will fuck you up emotionally. <laughs> no, dude, I will make you feel things, and they may or may not be good. Wow. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah, there, are, there are several people in this city that can drive. Cody's one of them. Oh, yeah. Matt can drive. I know I've seen you. Nikayla, Nikayla can boogie she can on rip. By, by the wheel. And Derek can get his boogie on 
in a McLaren 720. It's like him and that McLaren go together like Coke and a smile, bro. Like Coca-Cola and a smile. It's serious. Like, or the other type of Coke. Or that too. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> this, this dude can drive. And there are several other people out there that I know for a fact can really boogie behind the wheel. And, I, and that's what this podcast is all about. Um, the love of the drive. The love of the drive. It really is. And to go ahead and have you guys here... You know, we can appreciate talking about planes. Talking about planes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a cool, it's a cool evolution, though. Yeah, because not, I it's feel, not normal. Have you, no, if, you've never, not. if you've ever noticed, a lot of pilots happen to be major car enthusiasts. Oh yeah, yeah. right. And then we go back to Lamborghini, and in particular, Aventador. Aventador's always had that fighter jet feel. Mm-hmm. You look at Murcielago, and especially at LP six forty, the way that the openings come out behind the doors. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and, yes. it, yeah. and the flaps, thank you. And then, of course, you know, the Countach has a wing that doesn't actually work, but it's <laughs> no. got a wing because but it's, it's kind got of, a wing. It's got a wing. And it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. it looks and cool. You can snort some coke off of it. You sure can. And then Diablo, same thing. You could also probably do a lot of cocaine off of Diablo. Mm-hmm. Do I mm-hmm. Probably should calm down with cocaine references. That's probably the last one. Mm-hmm. We're 28 minutes in now. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but see. You never know. You never know. Exactly. But let's go back to Matt really quickly because we have talked about your passion for what has now become kind of your special, which is film. But I want to take it back a little bit. I always like to go ahead and take it back. I remember when Derek was on, we talked about like how his love for car culture really came to be. But I want to talk about yours, Matt, because we're still getting to know you, right? Everybody knows you from your Instagram, having the sweet FRS that's slammed to the ground. (laughs) And then you're always hanging out with the BMG crew and you guys are going ahead and hanging out with Pagani Wiras or Zonda R's or Zonda Revolution. (laughs) Shout out everybody. Shout Shout out out everybody. Shout out Blake. Shout out Tyler. Shout out Devin. And um, God, they got got a sick garage. All three of them have (laughs) sick garages. But I want to go ahead and get to know how Matt got into cars. Oh, man. So we were just talking, me and Derek were talking about this earlier, actually. So... A long time ago, I used to play video games religiously, and I had a friend on Steam um, who lived in Australia who sadly passed away in a car accident. But he, he, his name was Rob, and he was the, he was super into cars, and he would always talk about them. And I'm like, what's so cool about cars, whatever? And like, he would just like sort of sprinkle things in there here and there, and like show me things. Like, look at this cool car I saw, and it just kind of piqued my interest. And he once told me, he's like, I want you to watch Top Gear. This TV show, want you to watch Top Gear, and I started watching it, and I fell in love because it's just like these three, you know, best friends who give each other shit all the time, who will just love cars unconditionally, and right. it's like that all they do is drive cool cars, and they're funny, and they do all these cool things, and that just watching that all growing up, you know, 2014 and onward, you know, really sparked my passion for cars and helped me, you know see that cars are fucking sick you know right. and like as time went on obviously i started going to car shows out here in scottsdale i went to anyone out here in arizona knows the ganey ranch cars and coffee the og og scuderia southwest cars and coffee and yeah that was like the first one i started going to back in the day when they would you know they had like the themed events and mayweather brought out all his veyrons like all that shit i remember so sick and Floyd Mayweather brought on his Veyrons? Yes. Two, really? Two, nice. two, he had two Veyrons, and then the guy who had the Space Wars brought his one Veyron out, and then some guy brought some old, sorry, I can't name off the top of my head, some old Bugatti that was like four Bugattis, like the most there had ever been on an Arizona car show at the time. This was like 2017, So this would have been an older Bugatti? So you're talking about like the EB110? No, 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 older, like even oh, older. Oh, like the 1920 stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are sick. Those are cool. So, 
Not to take anything away from an EV one. No, absolutely not. Rule. Awesome car. Yeah. So it's like, and so like back in the day, being you know seventh grade, eighth grade, Mm -hmm. seeing that level of cars, like, whoa, I want this one day. Like this is so cool. And these people and meeting people at these car shows, letting me sit in the cars and like sharing these experiences with them is like what sparked my passion. And that's sort of what Tyler likes to do, and especially what Cody likes to do, and what you know I would hope to do, in if I ever got possession of one of these cars is sharing it with people and like creating that spark is so important because it just like breeds car people and it's such a good passion to have because it doesn't really lead any down like bad paths really. Yeah, we, we try not to. And we try not to yeah, but exactly. I mean we get into trouble here and there but nothing like I feel like being a car guy has more pros than it does cons. 100%. You know, so. we, were talking, we were kind of talking about that right before we went on the air. And yeah. It was like, yo, save it for the plot, yeah. save it for the plot. I was like, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we, like, we all have our own respective, like, yeah. instances where we've been pulled over by not necessarily Arizona's <laughs> finest or Arizona's finest, finest, however you want to look at them. Yeah. Um, but which is all like, no disrespect, no disrespect yeah. to anybody who's a police officer. I just don't get, I just don't like getting pulled over. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's I don't like anyone. Yeah. I don't even think cops enjoy pulling people over. Yeah. But back to like I was saying, it's like letting people sit in these cars and sharing these experiences with them. Like for me as a kid, and people did that for me, that made me love cars even more. I'm like, this is such a cool community that everyone has and like everyone's so like sharing and it's such a great thing to be a part of. Right. And now that I'm thankfully in a position where I can drive cars and like I have access to cars, I like to... Sh- now give back and do the same thing that people did for me because like yeah. I know how important that is to people because it happened to me like that it can change someone's life exactly I mean and it did change my life like I didn't care about cars before and then I started doing that stuff and it really just sent me down the rabbit hole and it's like to be able to to be in a position where I can maybe give at least one out of 20 people that opportunity mm-hmm. is like just the greatest thing in the world because oh, yeah yeah, I remember having that exact same conversation with Cody. Yeah, when we did the SVJ, literally, yeah. word for word, and it's about giving people the experiences, wanting to go ahead and help out the community because, especially uh, I, you guys more so, but I'm actually starting to kind of get a little bit into it too. Where like we're kind of, we're a little bit privileged. It, oh yeah, not, not the privilege of like that bad privilege, but like yeah. but like people like hey, you want to come check this out? Yeah. you know, like you hit me up. You're like, hey man, you ever turn a podcast with, in a seven twenty? No, I have not. But I'm yeah, not too, but yeah, that's like that's that's what that's, that's super what, cool. That's what right. we want to do. Yeah, and then not everybody is gonna get an opportunity no. like that. No, right? absolutely, not everyone has the opportunity Very to easy. give that opportunity. Like, yeah. exactly, not everyone can. Not everyone can just have an LFA or an SBJ or what, whatever, whatever, have, right. whatever and be able to give people rise in it or let people sit in Experience it. Experience it. And it's the same way even like for our buddy Devin out in SoCal, Faster yes. LSC. Shout out Devin. He gives people rides. He lets people sit in their cars. He picked me up from the airport in Monterey in a 918. And when he said, he said when he was waiting for me, a photographer or some spar was just taking pictures and he rolled up, gave him a ride in it. That's it's like, that's so crazy and that's so sick that like if yeah. I was just a spotter out at Car Week and some guy rolled up in a 19 like do you want to ride I'd be like what the fuck that yeah, it's like, that was, yeah that's yeah. exactly they're going to remember that moment for the rest of their life and that impact is what's so important because it's yeah. like you don't and even the people doing it may not realize how much of an impact it has but like to the person like I've had it happen to me and I still think about those moments to this day how much it like changed my life forever just being able to like sit in an aventador or like rev a gtr back when i was 16 you know you don't 
and the people who let me do it don't think about it, but like I still think about it every day. I'm like, man, I'm so glad I got to do that. So it's a core memory. It's a core memory, memory. exactly. It's, it's, it's so it's time. important, yeah. and it really is just like a great thing to now be in a position to do for people, yeah. and you know, because I, I know how much it yeah. means, you know, and how important it is for someone to have an experience like that. I remember when I had this conversation. I even mentioned on the podcast. I said that you know, Cody gave me that experience, and I'm 33. Yeah. Right. Um, I've never been in a V12 Lambo before, like, and I remember him telling me, yeah, man, like, we can, I'm going to say this, which now will be on record, so that means Cody, <laughs> let's make this happen. Oh, God. The LP640, the LP640, and I, and I remember him saying, like, yeah, we can make this LP640, I'm not saying that we should or not, whatever, that's not the point, but I told myself, I was like, I'm going to do, weirdly, Aventador SVJ first before LP640, because you... I have this thing about you work towards those specific dreams. Yeah. The LP640 is the car that's it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to go ahead and ruin that experience by just it having coming up like that, yeah. right? I want to be able to go ahead and move towards it. But one of the interesting things was that when we were rolling around in the SVJ and I took we took all these pictures and ITR went ahead and did all these sick reels. Shout out to Raf, Jesus, and, and David. And so... I told Cody, I was like, dude, you know, it's funny the way you say that you want to do all this for the community, you want to do this for the spotters, you want to go out and do it for the kids and stuff like that. You're doing this for me because when I get home tonight after work, I'm going to be able to go out and show my boys like, yo, check out what daddy did today. And I did. And mind you, they had the exact reaction I expected them to have. And they were like, oh my God, that's so cool. Same thing happened when we did the 720, Derek. I got home later that night. I got home a little bit later. They were like, where were you? And I was like, well, I was doing a podcast in the car. Let me show you the car that I was in. And they were like, that's so cool, Dad. And they loved the picture, by the way. And that was all Derek who went ahead and setting up my phone settings correctly because he's a genius <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's the small things, brother. It's the small yeah. details. Yeah. And so it's so funny that because of whatever platform you have, and I'm not saying I have a big platform in any way, shape, or form. It's a very small platform. But it's a platform Still nonetheless. Platform. Yeah. And... I have in some way, shape, or form, am able to open up, whether it's an audio platform or visual platform, to be able to go ahead and see, hey, this is what Phoenix has to offer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you guys go out to L- you go out to LA a lot. You go out to Vegas a ton and whatnot. And these three automotive hubs that we have here on the West Coast... They are not for the faint of heart. The stuff that we have out here is really special. I mean, God, the amount of things that we went ahead and spotted when we went out for our 720 back. Just on a casual drive. Casual drive. Scottsdale is so, I mean, it's becoming not underrated, but... The I think the whole thing is because it's not just Scottsdale now. True. It's, 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 it's greater Tempe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Like, there, there's a, a component. Let me try that again. Yeah, a few people cool. out on the west side have. Yeah. Like, there's somebody in my neighborhood that I'm pretty sure has a 430 out there. And I was just like, there's that's a, not normal. There's a guy in Surprise that I don't know if he still does, but he had a um, matte military green SVJ. Oh, nice. His name was Corey, and I met him once or twice. He had a 991 GT3, a black G-Wagon, and the SVJ. Nice. I saw a G- or the SVJ one time, but it was like yeah. out in surprise. Like That's that's 45 minutes west from here. Exactly. Oh, like, and then now, yeah. now, if I'm not mistaken, TJ Russell 
uh, the one who, the guy that built the Baja 911, yeah, he's got his headquarters in Peoria yeah. now. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so, like, our culture is everywhere. Everywhere. Like, and then Mesa's JDM scene has always been huge. Mm-hmm. Gilbert's got some cool stuff. There's a ton of American muscle that's within, like, the Phoenix metro area. Like, it's oh, huge yeah. out here. Chandler's got a bunch of th- stuff in the car scene, not to mention, you know, um, Wild Horse Pass oh, and, yeah. and Radford, like that's yeah. kind of like historic, stuff. historic stuff. And then you got Apex and other places and whatnot. And then you've got places like Echelon, and then Auto is down the street, literally, mm-hmm. and all these other different places that are these little mini hubs for the Phoenix car community. Mm-hmm. That goes to show. That Phoenix hasn't been, nor will it continue to fuck around any longer. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. some great stuff going on around here. Like really? you guys being native Phoenicians, how do you feel about that? Especially going out to a lot of different car hubs on the West Coast. We have honestly an unrivaled kind of. I would say it's more subtle. Yeah, yeah, in a lot more subtle. Because people, when you think of, you immediately think of like LA, or you think you do think of Vegas, uh, like a lot. You think of Miami a lot. You think of New York a lot. Um, but you think you think of Detroit yeah. to an extent. With, oh yeah, with it yeah. being the Chicago, original hub, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. um, all these other places where it's known for there being large quantities of wealth and there just mm-hmm. being cars there because they're cars. But the community here, I would say, personally, a lot of car culture in like LA and some of these other like larger hubs Mm -hmm. I would say is a little bit more superficial where it's about being seen in a car versus loving the cars Mm. whereas in Phoenix and Scottsdale and Arizona in general there's a deep passion for the cars here Mm -hmm. there's it's less so the flashiness and it's more so the love of the drive it's the love for the cars that you see with these massive gatherings and people coming out to support these huge automotive events um and it's just it's nice to see i like it a lot more than it just being kind of a clout thing Mm. uh i like it i like it being about the cars yeah matt what about you man especially what you do over here at echelon yeah arizona i mean yeah we have there's there's one thing about arizona i will say is there's a large like hidden aspect of cars here there's a lot of like stuff that'll come out once for this show once like they're always huge hitters like a lot of people don't realize that like our hypercar scene is big it's not like you can't compare it to la you can't compare it to miami because like you can't compare those to anything those like the you know those are the top of the world but but, like we still have incredible cars here and incredible numbers and it's just like not unlike anything anywhere else you know people come out or like i'll post videos like real like a story of like all the cars I'll see throughout the day. And like, to me, it's normal because I live out here and I, right. and I work at Echelon. I see this stuff every day. But people are like, how do you see Aventadors every day? It's like, oh man, I wish I could see Lambos. And it's like, you realize that like, there really is a sick car culture here. And even, even with like discuss the pavilions, like anyone that's in Arizona knows that car show. It's every single Saturday and it's, always busy without a doubt with cars and it's different cars every time and it's a variety like, and it's a variety yeah it's like there will be like supercars jdm muscle cars bikes projects finished builds like this is everything under the sun will go to paths and it's it's such a cool diverse yet like honed in community you know yeah. my favorite thing and i was actually having this conversation with alex the other day her she was on the pod for um talking about our car week review which Please go check it out. It's a really fun episode, and Alex brought up some amazing stuff that she did, and excellent points about TikTok culture kind of messing up Car Week in a way. 
Um, so go check that out. And by the way, it's, it's the truth. I think we all know that, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I was talking to her about, and you just mentioned it right now, Matt, is, you know, we'll be driving around the street and like randomly a GT3, like a 991 GT3 yeah. be on the 101. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it just, it still blows me away that I'm just like, that's a 991 GT3. Yeah, that's not, like a, normal, that's like, not a normal car to see. Like, but yeah. To us, it is it's because so it's so yeah. it's so casual. Like we're we're yeah. used to it, but it's also you got to kind of take it a step still back. Hits yeah, you got to take a step it's, back every now and then. Yeah. That's kind of it, It's one thing to go ahead and see it sitting at a car show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another thing to go ahead and see it moving. Mm-hmm. And then it's another thing to see it moving at pace. Mm-hmm. That's that's my favorite yeah. thing is oh, to go ahead and see people. When it's being driven. When it's being driven, oh. it's Pat, the best. That leads me to something really cool. Please. I, I don't know if you, I don't, you guys have probably seen a video. I only posted it on my story, but I once saw a real 250 GTO driving on the road, get on the freeway for one exit and get off. Real Ferrari 250 GTO. <laughs> real 30 mil car, yeah. Well, I think it's like a seven. That's actually, yeah. It's, yeah, you're right. I think yeah. it's like the anyway, one, like, one I, I have a video in my phone that I, I, I think I posted on TikTok, but it's just me freaking out because it's, it's you know, that, <laughs> but to, to see out. a car like that just randomly driving on the road and like do a pull onto the freeway and get off, it's like, that's unreal like yes. that's so so cool and be able to see something like that and like to be able to be there at the right time is just such a cool little opportunity would you say that that's like your number one like kind of car spot because like let's be real for a second matt like would you consider yourself a car spot right away you and Cohen? I oh absolutely right? yeah. I'll, I'll, i won't i won't shine away from that at all i'll, I'll stay true to my roots i'm a car spotter. <laughs> i love cars i love spotting cars i like yeah. being a part that's of cars, the funnest thing ever it's car spotting at the end of the day it's still fun we we, we go i'm sure cody's told you about it before we go car spotting in the LFA, you know, it's like, yeah. we're like we'll be bored on a Saturday. Like, this Such is a great right car spotting. Yeah, I know. People car spot us in the <laughs> car we're car spotting from, but it's, you know, car spotting is just such a fun thing to do because it's, 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 10 times more special to see a car when you're not expecting it. Yeah. When you like see in like a car show, let's say like Fountain Hills, the concourse in the hills, like you go there and you see everyone's story, like, oh, Loft's there, F1's there, like, okay, those are cool cars. Like, Cheering. Yeah, it's like, I know what's going to be there, but versus like seeing, let's say you saw an F1 just driving past you on Scottsdale, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's right. Right. 10 times cooler. Like, it's so much more special to see a car randomly out and about on the road than it is at a car show, not to, you know, take away from the fact that... No, 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 it's okay. I only bring that up because, you know, you've you've been around, like, all these new hypers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, which I can really appreciate, but I don't know if it's my age or the generation that I grew up in. Like, I love them, but when I see the stuff from when I grew up, that's when I really get yeah. out, right? And so right. maybe you guys being a little younger than me, seeing the stuff that you guys are growing up with... That we grew up in our generation. Yeah. Right. But I'm just curious... Because you talked about that 250 GTO, which like that's not a normal spot. Absolutely no, not. Like, no, no, that is the spot. Anyone. No, yeah. no, yeah. And so is that your number one spot that you would say? And I'm gonna ask you the same question in a second. That's very hard to Because you've seen man. some shit. I've seen some shit. I mean <laughs> I think in like terms of shock factor, that that probably has to be one of the best cars I've ever spotted. Man, I've seen some cool stuff randomly. Yeah, I've seen Koenigseggs before. I've seen Pagani's. Like saw, at, at pace. At pace. Okay. That was that was pretty cool. One time at Car Week, it, funny enough, it was like last year, and we, it was like eleven o'clock at night. We were just driving on the freeway back to our hotel, and a P one just flies past us, and I was like, Ugh! like even at Car Week, where it's just hyper cars, like where it's still really cool to spot cars like that when you're not expecting it. I think I would have to say the two fifty. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I can fairly say that was my best spot. I mean, I mean like, the more I think about it, it's like, I've seen some cool shit, but, like... That's pretty epic. In terms of value, you know, like, and, like, shock factor. It's just, like, I, like, like I can't believe that that's... The fact that somebody's driving the, that around. We, yeah. <laughs> we like, I, and it's, like, I've known about that car and that collection for a long time. I've never seen any of the cars, and I've never met the owner before, but I've always heard, like, whispers of, like, oh, that, yeah. like, that guy's got a GTO. And then to, to see it, I was, like... You know, I I've been videoing screaming the F word a whole bunch because I was freaking out. But yeah, that was that was pretty special. I got you. I mean, we were talking about insurance quotes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Don't even. I know, but I, 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 I don't want to know. I just want to know what the insurance even, is on a 250 GTO. Like I, that's got to be utterly insane. So much more for not just Honda. like show and display. Yeah, no, yeah, to be able to drive it around. I don't even want to know. That's what do you think, Derek? What's your what do you what do you think is your best like spot? Randomly. I'm trying to think, man. because uh, you've also seen some cars. I have, and honestly I can't pin one down. Like, See it's hard. Like it's like, really hard. Hard. like I'm trying to do the same right it's, now. It's, it's hard. hard. Like yeah. I'm going through everything I've seen, I'm like, was that really a spot or was that just part of the rally I was on or was that I mean still like I mean a rally counts, I think. Uh, if you're seeing some one of your compadres or comadres flying on a rally that's still yeah. you're seeing a car at pace. Like what what was your favorite that you've seen? Oh man I loved seeing a Centenario. That's, um, that's a big spot. Yeah, a Centenario Roadster um, on Fuel Run, just flying by. Just all oh, the sound it made was heavenly. Yeah, pure intoxication, symphony. Just oh, but I mean, off the top of my head, that's one that really stands out. Where I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. this is just. I need to step up my I need to step up my spotting game because like the best thing that I can go ahead and come up with is maybe yeah nowhere near but I mean I saw I've seen Huracans like be at pace right you know because you I've seen like heavy hitter shit I mean nine five nine pulls up to four till four all the time and it's like freaking gangsters all hell right. you know we've seen the the Koenigsegg went ahead and like shut it down at Highline back in oh, December man. oh yeah you know uh, somebody brought out a Senna. And then the Koenigsegg showed up and shut down the Senna, right? right? When the Senna isn't the baddest car. Yeah, yeah, no Exactly. And then I've seen, you know, shout out to Art Vanley, I've seen his 177 rolling around town. That's a pretty, yeah. that's a pretty cool spot. Yeah, but like that, that's here, you know what I mean? Um, so, and, and plus I didn't see it at full pace. Yeah. You know? I mean, I still think a spot counts if you see it parked. I mean, that's true. I, I think yeah. to me a spot is something that you aren't expecting to see. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Like, and... So, like, I mean, like, car show kind of, I think car show, car show still counts, but, like, I think, like, if you're just, like, out and about, like, so I can, I can call back to a couple of times at, like, the Scottsdale Court just up the street from here. Mm -hmm. In, like, 2018, like, way back when I was little and, you know, running around. I see a young hooligan. I know, right? <laughs> younger than I heard. Back in my day. Um, I've seen an F40 there. I've seen a red 918 there. Yeah. Um, I've yeah seen you know some really really cool cars that are very special. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting completely. I've seen an F12 TDF there and just That's like some super neat. You know stuff. what? Shout out to John Paul um, uh, from Carissimo. Um, he is I am Scorzo. He does the engineer, um, especially as an engines cars. Yep, coffee. yep, yep. And the first time I went to his, I this is the spot because I had no idea this was going to be there. Um, somebody brought a red F50. Oh, and I was, cool. and it was the week. It was the Saturday when Barrett Jackson we started earlier yep. this January, 
I had not the slightest clue that an F-50 was going to show up. Yeah. I knew that there was going to be some heavy hitter Italians and then some like 60s British classics and stuff like that, which there was. There was like this really sweet E-type. And, you know, somebody did bring an F-12 or an A-12. Excuse me, I do love an A-12. Oh, um, great car. And, like, you know, some cars, there was this really nice looking F-8. It was like this like the darker red. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I showed up and like this whole crowd is right in front of um, of the restaurant and seeing an F50 is a mind-blowing experience because again not normal no um, no I would say it's it's different from seeing a Koenigsegg and a Pagani oh, you yeah. say that oh, yeah. you're, you're like you you see them a ton, <laughs> a, a ton. not normal not normal right and I want to be I don't want to take away from that but oh, like, yeah, yeah. seeing the, like the legends from then as opposed to perhaps seeing the legends of now which will then be legends in another 30 years oh yeah it is a really interesting it's like seeing LeBron James now but then if you see MJ you're like whoa <laughs> but then in 30 years from now if you see LeBron it's gonna be like oh my god yeah, right? yeah. so it's, it's kind of the same thing but let's go back because you have this unbelievable and unreal love for both the Koenigsegg brand oh, yeah. and the Pagani brand. Oh, Derek, do yeah. you share the same love? Of Koenigsegg and Pagani? I absolutely love them. They are okay. incredible. All right. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I'm, I lean more Koenigsegg than Pagani, personally. I'm okay. I the other way around. love Pagani. I've come around on both. I think Koenigsegg is super rad. I, I think that Agera is... the Agera's are... Ridiculous, brutal. Yeah. Like, mm. which one's a two hundred and eighty-eight mile car? Is that a is that uh, a Agera or is Aguera, that a Agera? Agera, Agera. Okay. Yeah. Agera came before Agera, After. correct? After? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. So, which one's the which was the one of one? Is that that's an Agera? That's an Agera as yeah. well. Okay. Yep. So, and that, if I'm not mistaken, that means a thousand kilos and a thousand horsepower, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, one, well, two, it's, one. it's it's one two one. one. The one yeah. two one. That's yeah. one that I it's would. It's thirteen hundred to thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Oh, okay. Yep. So 1,300 kilograms and 1,300 yep. <laughs> And I believe that was one of the first ones to make. It was the first. Was considered a megawatt. Yeah, it was a megawatt of power. Yeah. So that is te- it's not a hypercar. It's a mega car under Christian's, you know, whatever. Terminology. Yeah, yes. Terminology, so. If I'm not mistaken, which one's the one that has no actual transmission? Regera. 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 It has a transmission. It has one. One. one it's, a, it's like a rubber band, basically. Yeah. It's like a. It's a big. Um, it's a. It's a really intense CVT. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> real it's a, it's a CVT yeah. on on crack. Um, yeah. Yes. Big time. Like somebody <laughs> went ahead and did a, a, a Tony Montana levels of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> there it is again. Uh, there it is. That you got to get a cocaine so about thirty here. minutes. Cocaine cat. Cocaine cat. That's the count. Um, there we go. So that's a much better point. Um, so, what is it about Koenigsegg that really has gravitated you towards them? And then we'll talk about Pagani afterwards because you obsession is not the right word, but a really huge love and appreciation. Deep love. Yeah. So, what is it? And which one do you love? I prefer. I like. Pagani mm-hmm. more, but not by much. That's okay. not that's not to put Koenigsegg down by any means. Koenigsegg is incredible to me because they are the like pinnacle of automotive like advancements. Sure, they're always testing things. They're always innovating and coming out with the newest tech and the most top of the line like best 
thing there is. Like, no one's ever made a car with one gear before. It's one drive. Especially but, at that at, flat. Yeah, yeah, like, that car can do reverse at 250 miles an hour. It's, and it's like... My and question the, is, why would you need to? I don't, but, but, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. Like, like, and then, and then they, made, yeah. they made the Agera, and that car is, is the uh, street legal world record holder. It does right. 280 miles an hour. So, it's oh, like, excuse me, it's 200, it did 281 way, but the average is 277. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah the okay, average, I just want to make it, sure I, I, I apologize if I messed no, up. No, 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 yeah. The average is, two, so, tech, yeah, the 277, it's like, the Regera has one gear, the Agera did 277. They made the Jamera, it's a 2,000 horsepower, whatever, four-seater car that can fit four suitcases in it. It's like, no one else is doing it. And no and one else is holders. and cup holders. It's like no one else is doing it at that level. And then there's like, Jesco, which is coming too. And that car is yeah. supposed to break the other world speed record for street legal cars. It's like that'll probably be three hundred both. Yeah, yeah, it's like Christian is such a genius, and he's all about just like putting it out there and doing it. And it was the CC eight fifty, yeah. the one drive transmission that you can shift like a like a gate in and put it yeah. in drive. It's like so no cool. one else is doing things like he is. And that is what is so fascinating about it. And it's also that his cars are so, they're not just technological advances, they're also beautiful and yeah. they sound good and they perform good. It's like a mixture of both, you know? It's 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 very like interesting to me to For see sure. what he's capable of putting out there. It's always something new. Every time he drops a new car, it's something that's not like the other in any way, shape or form. That, that I will give you is the differentiation I mean, Regera and, 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 and Agera both look very similar. But then you look at Jamera. Jamera's completely radical compared to those two. Oh, yeah. And then Jesco. Jesco's very different, yeah. although it's similar shape. But, like, that wing is ginormous. Oh. Um, the, vid, the front of it is very different to Regera and Agera. Um, and then, Striking. Yeah. Aggressive. The dash, the screen is attached to the steering wheel that moves with it right. gyroscopically. And then CC850 like, to me is a throwback to the original CCXs and the CCRs that made Koenigsegg okay. famous to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Which is a really good, which those cars in and of themselves. And you know, those are wild, dude. And those cars were super advanced for the early 2000s. 100%. Those cars were so fast and so, like, did nothing. You had to get the one with the wing. Yeah. One the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When the stick wrecked it and they oh made him put a ring on it. They gave him a new one, yeah. Um, but it's like, even in the early 2000s, no one was putting down numbers like the Koenigseggs were. And that's what is so, like, interesting to me. It's like those cars are at such a pinnacle of, like, design and engineering and just, like, everything else. It's just a combination of, like, everything. It's just a nice little bundle of right. sweetness. Do you guys, did you guys watch the interview where um, Top Gear Magazine got Christian... They got John Hennessy, mm -hmm. yep. they got Mate, yeah. and they got um, Gordon Murray, Professor Gordon Murray, exactly. And they had that four-way interview. Yep. And I remember, I feel like people concentrated on the wrong thing because they were all like, "Oh, why is John Hennessy there?" Blah blah blah. They shut the fuck up for me. Yeah, saying, okay? yeah. These are four of the craziest tycoons, dudes, four of the biggest tycoons, four of the biggest minds, kings of speed, kings of speed that this world has ever. See, mm -hmm. like I don't care what you think about John Hennessy. He's a fantastic guy, by the he's, way. He's, he's a very. Good, I've seen him. He looks like a gentleman and a half. Okay. And I, I would love to go ahead and get Alex on the pod at some point. Alex from from Hennessy. Mm -hmm. He seems like a really cool dude too. Um, and the way that he's tuned cars before we even get into Hennessy Venom, yeah. before we even sure. get into the F five, like. Everything that he was doing with Corvettes, what he was doing with Vipers, what he does with 911s, what he does with Mustangs, I mean, 
the ZL1 Exorcist is the coolest Camaro ever. Ever, yeah. I mean, and, I, and this is coming from someone who thinks the Baldwin Motion 60, 1969 is the utter tits. And it is. Not the Enco? I'm a bigger... I, I love... Okay, side note. <laughs> yes, I love Baldwin Motion. Baldwin Motion Camaros more than Yanko for one particular reason. I love the fact that A, a 454 V8 it comes in the Baldwin Motion as opposed to the 427. I love the 427. And I love that lined headlights that the Baldwin mm. Motions come with. Okay. Where with Yanko, it's just regular Camaro headlights. Yeah. It just, it's this. It, different, it, it differentiates. It differentiates. Just it's just really it cool. Do I, I fucking love a Yanko. Yeah. I mean, the 68 Yanko that's in Two Faster Furies is fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's like oh. that Yanko will snap a speed in about five seconds, plants, and that other one will go ahead and. Put support. I don't know. I forget yeah. Paul Walker's lines. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Too fast or furious is goaded. Alright, check it out. There's no way we're gonna beat these guys straight up. The Hemi's putting out about 425, and the Yanko snap a speed on about five seconds flat, so. <laughs> um, the Exorcist, though, is really absurd. Absurd. And in the best way possible. In the best way possible, exactly. And so, if you can't give John Hennessy his due, then I don't think you're really appreciating what yeah. he's done for the culture over the last like 30 years. And then I don't think, I'm not going to say that you're not really car enthusiasts, that would be rude, but I don't think that you're appreciating car culture as much as it should be. Yeah. And then you jump into what he's done with the Hennessy Venom GT and now with the F5. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, why wouldn't you have him in that conversation? And then Gordon Murray with the mm-hmm. F1 and oh, now with the yeah. T50. Oh. Dude, I had a reel of the T50 that I put up on TT. That shit went wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And then Mate Rimats with everything that he's doing with Rimats. Like mm-hmm. the Navera is, I don't I'm care sure. what you think about an sure. electric hypercar. That oh, thing is that killer. That thing is nuts. Yeah. That thing is absolutely killer. That it's is so a perfect good. example of how electric can be used properly yes. in you a performance tell, aspect. You can tell Mate definitely was influenced by Koenigsegg. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, not, not just the car, but also his ideologies. Because in the same way that you just talked about Christian pushing the limits. Pushing, yeah. Like, you know, Christian was Christian pushes the limits in a way that Bugatti does. But I think he takes it a little bit higher up. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he goes ahead and makes a smaller batch of cars. By the way, that's not that, to take anything away from the Bugatti brand. No, because like yeah, Veyron no. and Chiron, incredible, icons. unbelievable. Absolute it is icons. an icon. You're absolutely right. Veyron and Icon are their own icons. Veyron and Chiron sure. are their own yeah. icons. Excuse me, in a, in a very particular way. But Mate, who I think is be, as a, is becoming a legend in front of us. Oh, absolutely right. I can tell, like, he seems like the type of guy that he was watching Vunk, Christian Van Koenigsegg for the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. And saying, I want to go ahead and do what you're doing, but in a, on an electric platform. Let's see what we can pull off. Yeah. Do you guys get that vibe? Oh, yeah. Innovating the, the industry and just, like, changing yeah. the way that we see to the, things. To the point that Bugatti brought him in. He's the CEO of Bugatti now. Yeah. Like, okay. He, like, the dude got the job. He must be doing something. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't just get that position yeah. for being a nobody. Exactly. So. And, like, that is the, the same way, like, you know, we were talking about earlier how like having an amazing opportunity to go into space and take pictures when you're 70,000 feet up in the air and at the edge of the earth or excuse me the edge of space excuse me space right like that as a photographer must be especially if you're into that stuff like that is the peak that is and then for when you are only 
maybe less than 10 years removed after having made this car, which went viral for smoking a LaFerrari. By the way, big shout out to Archie Hamilton Racing for that video because that's the one that made Mate Rimmets like pop off. Mm-hmm. But he went from that to being the guy that's the CEO of Bugatti and Bugatti brought him in to make Bugatti hybrids now. Yeah. Like that's what a whirlwind, right? Like just yeah. unbelievable stuff. An it's iconic cool. brand like that, like Bugatti, to just him bring up. yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you're doing something kind of cool. Right? Come, come on. Here. Yeah, come here. Yeah. Walk this way. So <laughs> you were out in LA. What was some of the funnest stuff you did while at Car Week? At Car Week? At Car Week, yeah. Oh man. I got it's, ask, bro. You're it's there. You it's the just like, oh, where do you even start? Like if, if to anyone that hasn't been to Car Week before, the best way I can describe oh man, oh, you've you gotta, gotta, gotta do it. I know. You've got next vacation, man. That's the next family vacation. The last three weeks. <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's true. It's like Disneyland for any car enthusiast. It's right. just like everywhere you look. Hold on. If Car Week is the Disneyland, what does that make Goodwood Festival of Speed? Disney World. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. I, I'm the same way. Goodwood, okay. is, a, Goodwood is a is a bucket that, list event that, that I is need the, to go to. That, that is the event. They yeah. get rowdy at Goodwood. Yeah, they have like, fun. It's it's a place where any car enthusiast can go, and at from Monday to basically Monday. You can go and see cars that you would not otherwise see anywhere else right. in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be driving and a P1 will just fly past you, and you'll be like, "Oh, sick! There's P1. Okay," and you keep going. Like anywhere else, you would, you would turn around. And, yeah, anywhere else, you would turn around and chase it. But like there, that's just normal. Like, it's see that normal. There's yeah. Koenigseggs everywhere, Pagani's everywhere, and there's just like car stuff happening always. There's parties, events, shows, and. There's it's something in, for everyone. Yeah, there's something for everyone, and it's in such a beautiful place where the roads are beautiful, the temperature's beautiful, there's great food. It's oh. just like such a, it's such an experience. Like, it's hard to describe correctly. Like, anyone can hype it up and say it's this good, you gotta go. But until you actually do it... It's a different it's, experience. It, you, like, really are like, holy shit, what have I been missing my whole life? It's... Right. it's, it's when I went for the first time last year, I was legit like, holy shit, I can't believe I haven't done this sooner. It's it's right. so just mental because yeah. I saw I mean I saw you guys' videos, you you and Cody's, and I was just like in awe. <laughs> yeah. I saw Alex and Steven's stuff and I was just like, I hate you guys, but I love you at the same yeah. time. Derek, Derek, you you were out there this week this year too. No, I actually year? didn't it was last, last year. Okay. I actually was not able to a lot of stuff Bummer. was you fucking hopped out on a spaceship. Like, you're good, man. You're solid. Yeah, yeah. You're going to pass. (laughs) But for terms of, like, my favorite thing that I did, it was honestly just, like, hanging out with a bunch of friends. Like, this year, it was more or less uh, hanging out with people that we, you know, could call friends. And that was really, really fun and a completely different experience than last year. Because, like, my first year going, we were just spotting. We didn't really know anybody there. We weren't, like, a part of anything. But, like, this year, we were... You know, we got to fortunately hang out with the Cargroms people at the Cargroms house and, you know, be a part of the events that they went to and go to, like, stuff with them and hang out with them. And that was really, really, like, a, a core memory for me because it was just a very cool thing to be a part of. You know, it's not it's not every day you get to hang out with, you know, the people who bring the house that has the Pagani and the two, three Carrera GTs and 6x6s and a Sabre and a TDF, like, all these other cars. You know, it's just, like, such a crazy thing to be a part of it. it's quite special no, I, I, that, that that sticks out to me as like the one of my favorite things i did it's this funny year. you say that because you know my friends lorenzo and dylan um dylan worked for dupont registry shout out to dylan 
and of course Lorenzo the Speedy Witty on Instagram, said the same thing, that it is cool, but it's also a great time to just hang out with the similar type of people that you're hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Alex said the exact same thing yep. in two episodes. It's about hanging out with these people that you actually want to hang out with and enjoying yourselves. And yeah, the events are sick, but it's about just being in a camaraderie with other individuals who are like-minded, such as yourself, and just having a great time. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so, by the way, I forgot to talk about Pagani. So we have to go back to Pagani. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm down. Me. It's okay. Because we got sidetracked. We did. We talked about very easy. Christian Van Koenigsegg doing like absolute utter insanity with what he's doing and whatnot. But Horatio has been doing this for like 30 years. You know, uh, you know, Horatio was designing Lambos. Mm-hmm. Um, the Countach. And Countaches before he decided to go ahead and branch out. Yep. And the first Sonda, if I'm not mistaken, was 1999, correct? Yep. yep. All right. That was one the By the way, I want to go ahead and say something really quickly. I was right on the information that I gave out on the Cinque two episodes ago. Yes, that just goes to show that every once in a while, Jorge knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm going to say this because we have a Pagani expert, if I'm not mistaken. The Cinque <laughs> is essentially... A legal is the road going version of a Zonda R. That was but they do have two separate engines. That was the idea. So that they, was the they idea, so yes. the Zonda R came out, and then the customers were like, "Hey, well, Hong Kong customers wanted their own street legal version, and so they they allocated ten cars, five roadsters, five coupes right. to Hong Kong dealers, which you know then got sold out, word to whatever, and is now one of the most valuable cars that it is you it, can buy from Pagani. Yeah. But yeah, so those are. Those were supposed to be street legal R's. They aren't, you know, obviously they aren't quite at the level of an R. No, they're not. And funny enough, people can have taken Zonda R's and made them road legal. Insane individuals, those human beings. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I only mentioned that not because anybody called me out. It was just I was kind of hesitant to say whether or not I knew that was actually accurate. And so Alex and I were both like, uh, we think so. But don't take us, you know. Yeah, don't. But I I looked it up afterwards. I was like, yes, I knew I was right. Yeah. Um. Zonda R to me is the coolest of the guys. Period. End of story. But Cinque is really, really cool. But you go from Zonda, you have Zonda F, you had the Zonda R, Zonda Revolution, which is that. Those are the road legal Zonda R's. Of well, no, the Revol- So there's okay. one Revo- So there's one Zonda R is legal. It's a Revolution, and right. that one is road legal. That one's converted in the UK, so it's not road legal in the US. Got it. The Revolution was the updated arrow. So there's. Okay. If I'm. I'm, my memory's foggy. I think there's 15 R's and five revolutions. Okay. And the revolutions have, I think, more power. Of the, they have the like fin on the back, mm-hmm. more arrow, stuff like that. They're just like a an Evo, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, R, I gotcha. R Evo, Revo. Is, I gotcha. Uh, so. so there's that. There's Revolution. Then there's Revolution. And then Revolution. There's Cinque. There's Tricolore. Tricolore is basic. It just has a cool paint job featuring the Italian flag, which is dope as fuck. Um, and then the wires. Yep. The wires start to get a little bit more confusing. <laughs> yeah, there's like, why would be, it seems like why would be, Zonda's confusing. In yeah, Zonda's have their own, there's like one-offs and 760s. Yeah, and, and then they, like, oh yeah, 760LH, which is Lewis Hamilton's yeah, old car. Yeah, just crashed. Yeah, yeah. which was and, chrome. But crashed. technically speaking, if you want to be technical, 760s and everything after were Fs, Ss, etc. that were converted, mm-hmm. taken back to factory respect. So, I gotcha. It's yeah, a whole started, thing. And they started off with the 7-liter V12 AMGs, and then... Later versions of the Zonda got the 7.3 liter yep. V12 AMG. Yep. And now since Wyra, they have the 6 liter twin turbos. Mm-hmm. 
which is an insane engine, and I saw the Utopia go up, and I know I talked about this a little bit ago um, on the podcast, but Utopia has grown on me big time. Great And car. it is an unreal, crazy, crazy thing. With a, I can't believe they decided to go ahead and give a wireless seven-speed manual. Horatio's a fucking nuthead. Um, in a good way. In a yeah. great way. <laughs> but I've come around on Pagani. I still think of them striking, like they are genuine rolling art. I don't think people realize how great they are until you see them at pace. Or experience. Or experience. I've never experienced one, but if I've seen videos of them. I hope one day you do. I really need because to. Because riding in that car, even, man, if you're lucky enough to drive, it's... it's have you driven one? I have not. No, yeah, not yet. I've ridden in five now, six, five, something like that. Pretty cool. It's a pretty, pretty cool. big number. It's they're, they're insane. A lot of people like don't really realize the attention to detail that goes into all those cars, yeah. but even from the first Honda ever made to the most recent wire, it's like those cars are top to bottom perfect. Like everything is thought about and Horatio has even come out and said it's like every single bolt and everything is like let's make that a little bit special. Like right. why why make this average when we can make this bolt look special or we can make and like even the exposed linkage on yeah, the wire. Yeah, exposed linkage on the wire. The steering wheel, like everything yeah. about it. And like it's it's um, funny that the wire actually has Pagani labeled titanium bolts, and it has the value of the bolts is equal to a 911 Carrera on that car. So it's about 100 grand. I thought it was a. I heard it was a Carrera. So okay, so that's, okay, so we're talking anywhere between 100 to 115 grand. Just in titanium hardware. That's nuts. So it's like when you and like that's just like the tip of the iceberg. You know, sure. you consider everything else that goes into those cars. They're just so incredible. That's why I love them so much. Is it's just like their art that's embodied in around can do this. 200 miles an hour. Yeah, they can do 200 miles an hour. But is you know, like the host of this beautiful AMG motor and transmission, the Zonda has this, the manual, you know, it's a manual AMG V12. It's like, that's unheard of, except for like the CLK GTR, but like, you know, and it's, it's a great, CLK it's GTR a, is on a different level yeah, too. And it's like, yeah. it's like, these are these, and those aren't even manual, they're sequential, but they're still sequential, it's like, yeah. they're these unbelievable powertrains that are in this just work of art as well. It's not one or the other, it's both. They're not they're not the fastest, they're not like a Cunning's like, you know, Cunning's like do 200 million miles an hour. But they look but they look prettier. They look astonishing, they sound good, they just they give you this this emotion. There's a lot of emotion involved with Pagani and that's why I, I tend to lean towards them more is like whenever I see a Zonda, I am I gravitate towards that in a crowd of any. It could be an Apollo, it could be a Cunning's egg, whatever. If I see a Zonda, it's like that car to me is just, that is an icon. It's right. such a beautiful car that is, you know, that has this amazing motor, it has this amazing transmission. It's just, everything about it is just like perfect to every last little bolt. Is that kind of the reason why you both gravitate towards the new hypercars in that way? Is just the fact that, you know, in, in the same way that we talked about Lamborghini, how like it's that, 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 not so subtle. Yeah, it's right? just like it, it's this, but in 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 our generation, is that what it is that attracts you both to both of these respective brands? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that outlandishness, the brashness, the just 
like that's why I really do love Koenigsegg so much is because like Matt I mean Matt pretty much summed it up perfectly is that it's on the cutting edge of technology and they're just doing crazy shit just for the hell of it and it also looks good like it you can take a step back and, and it performs and it performs like you can take a step back and just like stare at him like damn that is sexy you know it's the same with Pagani you can you know even and that's where it shines the most. It's like even at a car show where it's just sitting there and you don't get to drive it here or see it in action, you can still appreciate it because you're like, holy shit, that is a work of art. Like that is a rolling a, work of a art. A rolling work of art. Everything about it, the way it opens up, the way the flaps look, the way it's got this, this, and that. It's like they're so perfect down to every little minute detail that it's it's so like it's just astonishing. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like not every day you get to see a car that looks like that and uh, not every car manufacturer puts that level of detail into a car it's so interesting because when i think horatio did it by the way wyra r also is like such a good looking car like zonda r is still like that's still the 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 big daddy but wyra r which just came out like about a year ago Mm -hmm. about yeah people are now starting to get their their deliveries and stuff like that like that is a fucking cool car but also sounds fucking insane yeah it's like it it looks good it sounds good it performs good does it have the same engine as the Zonda R no it has a naturally aspirated wire motor so it's it's a wire motor without turbos that's but it's not the same 6 liter no 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 it's it's a it's a completely different motor and I'm yeah I gotcha yeah, that, but it's naturally aspirated instead of, instead hearing of the turbo. Running sounds... on Laguna Seca last year at Car yeah. Week. Oh, yeah, I, I was very fortunate enough to be a part of the uh, Pagani Verduno this last April, and they yeah. had, um, I think, six Wyra R's out at Thermal running all at the same time, along with two Zonda Revolutions running at once, and that was just like. I have a video of all the cars running around and you can just hear screams from V12s of like every point in the track and like one going in front of you. It's just it was such a like unreal experience to be a part of it was so nuts because it's not something like you said it's not normal it's not, not normal at all to the crap that we've spoken about tonight is yeah no 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 it's like most people will be like thankful enough to see a wire art let alone see six of them running on the fucking track at the same time it was yeah. just like you know I had to like put my phone down and just like really like take Being it in. Take it in. Yeah, yeah. So I was, like, I was recording videos I had so many videos on my phone I was like at one point I was like I'm gonna you know I just need the damn this is sick yeah it's like well so derek and i that's exactly what we did at the end because we haven't really ever talked about the behind the scenes of what we did with the client yeah um we'll 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 we'll, we'll talk about everything (laughs) (laughs) gloss over a little bit um but you know we you were kind enough to go ahead and let me take the 720 back into scottsdale yeah and we had just finished recording and you were like yeah man take us back out i was like okay not normal. Yeah. Seven twenty. Me. Yeah. Okay. In January. Fuck yeah. Happens. No, not a single soul on the road except for like maybe one one Mercedes E class. Yeah. That we went ahead and just was going <laughs> extremely slow, and we went ahead and passed them on the way down to the lake. Shout out to that very nice couple. <laughs> but you know, one of my favorite things about that wasn't necessarily us getting the footage and the audio that we did. And we got some great, I mean, it's, okay. one of my, it's, it's a great episode. And if you haven't listened to it, please, I, I highly recommend you do so. Just because it's just, you you it's like you're in the car from an audio perspective. It's really quite a tantalizing experience, which I wasn't too sure. We weren't sure how it was going to come out. Yeah, yeah. And it, when, it when I listened back to it, I was like, yo, 
this is this shit was really next level. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know there's a lot of like video of people being in a in that, but hearing it from an audio perspective, especially when not everybody gives a 720. It's due for how the, that car sounds. Mm. It actually sounds quite good. It does. And even in stock. Even in stock, which is what we were driving yeah. in, in that one. Just a sport exhaust. Sport engine. exhaust. That's it. Which is a, 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 it's a pay up option. So yeah. it's not even the fact that you're getting yeah. a, a different exhaust. And so you were kind enough to let me drive it back into Scottsdale. And that drive was about an hour long. Yeah. And dude, it was just a, a good great time. experience. Right. Really good time. Like it's you and Cody going out and doing cool shit. Like you're hanging yeah. out with your homies. Yeah. That's exactly what you love. There's so much stuff like I didn't record or like don't have footage of on my phone because I just want to. You kind of love that? Yeah, it's yeah. so much better because right. it lives in here instead of on my phone. It's in my head instead of like on you my get phone. You experience yeah. it to a much fuller extent. My first time ever in a Pagani was was in Blake's BMG shut up Blake yeah. um, and um, I didn't take a single picture or video yeah didn't I he's like hop in it I wrote it I got to the place and I was like damn I didn't take a video I was like but I remember that ride in full detail to this day because it's like I just lived in the moment like this was so cool to me being in a Pagani for the very first time a car that I've you know dreamed about sitting in for you know yeah. and to be able to ride in it so I, I took it all in at once and I don't regret it at all. I, and I've been in that car since then, and I've taken pictures and videos, and I've gotten videos of me riding in them. But just that first ride, that first one, it was very, very special. I didn't want to, you know, ruin it by taking videos. I completely agree with you, and I remember like Derek got some great footage of not us driving, but like the road ahead of us because the sun was coming down. Was oh, like, yeah. oh my god, gorgeous, it's gorgeous, dude! It, it was like sundown. It was January. Sun's coming down at like five thirty, five forty-five, mm-hmm. and. Like just you know the crispness of everything, and it was a chilly night. Top down, top down seats on. Yeah, <laughs> heated seats. Dude, oh, dude, you have to have it. You have to have. It was cold. You have to have the heated seats. It <laughs> winter. Have Derek, 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 in his, Derek in his temperature seats. Dog, you have to. I'm not gonna let that dispute you on that. Derek, I'm with you. Heated seats, bro. Heated seats, heated steering wheel. Oh, yes. Oh man. It, but it was just that beautiful experience that you can only read only do once mm-hmm. yeah right and, and in the same way of the giggles that i got in the svj exactly you only get that type of experience once yes. and i'm sure will i get more giggles if i ever get into a, another svj but it's sure. that first right that you first, like eight like i think cody got us up to like seven like maybe like 7,000 RPM. Yeah. Like, just, like he didn't do a full pull, yeah. but I was just like... Yeah, you know it's just like uh, such a cool, yeah. cool experience. It's the moment. Whenever he takes me out in that car, whether we're doing 2 miles an hour or, you know, 60 miles an hour, a wink. Sure. Um, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> here to hear every single time. There's, there's, not a, there's not a car, like I said, I've got an SV tattered on me because there's not a car that makes me smile like the Aventador does. It's just, I, there's something about the way that car just... It's presence, the way it, the way goes it sounds. Up, yeah. Everything about it is just like that car makes me grin ear to ear every single time without fail because it's just such mm-hmm. a special thing. I agree. No matter how many times I do it, it's it's such a great thing. That's why it's easily a legend in its own right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. The Aventador has earned its place within oh. the legends, within the regular five lineup, now absolutely. six. 100%. But I don't care what anybody says. No. Mira is its own legend. Kuntash is its own legend. Diablo is its own legend. Mercy and Aventador. And I'm sure Revolto, Revolto's got a lot to live up to. It does. It does. But, but so far, I've, I've it's, 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 it's pretty promising. I, I, I saw it. 
I saw the car in person at Quail at Car Week and looks dope. That yeah. car is bitching, dude. Yeah, that car looks I'm really good. In I can't wait to see how it does with the dual clutch. That's what I'm really excited. About. It's gonna be rad. It's um, heavy, but it also yeah, makes but it they all are. Yeah, Everything's they all are. heavy. Yeah, day. it's yeah. To think, to think that Countach and Yura are the lightest of those cars, and they were heavy for their day is kind of hilarious. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. But uh, can you believe, guys, that we've been recording for an hour and twenty plus? Damn. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah, I know. So I want to finish it on this because we didn't really get a chance to talk about your FRS build. I, I compliment you on it, and thank it's you. Really I appreciate super it. Super cool. Um, and I want to talk about it real quick before we go ahead and sign off because, you know, I'm starting to get more into stance cars. I'd like to go ahead and thank Lodgy for that. Big shout out to, to, to Lodgy because he takes, I mean, first of all, he's an exceptional photographer and he, he's really the guy, him and AMC Photos and um, several out there here in the Phoenix community that focus on the stance community and whatnot. And you love to see it. And so you've done that mm-hmm. with your car. And the FRS and BRZ platform is you, you. There's multiple different things that you can go ahead and do with those cars. You're starting to see more people do the stance, and you went that route, Matt. Why? So, well, first of all, mainly I. I mean, I've always wanted a wide body car. It's always been a bucket list thing for me. Like it's just you always see them, and you're like, man, I you know I kind of want to that. Achieve, to and achieve that at your age, respectfully. Yeah. That's what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, it was it was super cool. I also I got in an accident in the car that I caused and the guy's like, Don't worry about it and it was just like front end damage and I was like, you know, I'm gonna fucking light body, like why not? You know, just cause. And so I did it. That's that's, that's really the main reason. And like it was it all just kinda like worked out. Like I said, I've always wanted a wide body and I was like, Well, do I buy a new bumper and like paint it and do all this stuff? I'm like, I should just just send it and do a wide body and then I cut the fenders right here at Echelon. Thanks, thanks to Echelon for me. Use your shot. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I cut the fenders, put the whole kit on myself, and then a buddy of mine painted it, and that's where it sits now. You know? it's, so it's like a, it's like a orange, right? Yeah, it's it's hot lava. Hot lava. The paint code is H8R. It's hater. What it was what original what original car came with that? I feel like it's something cool. Was no, it was the original paint on my car. That was oh yeah. okay, that's a cyan yeah. color. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So, and yeah, I decided to, I, I was going to wrap it a different color, but like after thinking about it, like everyone wraps their wide bodies. So I, I no, just painted paint it. it. Yeah. It's your car. Do whatever yeah. the hell you want. It's, it's a great color too. Yeah. It's a, I think it's pretty unique. It's super cool. It's nothing like, I mean, I'm a car connoisseur and I spend a lot of time around hypercars. So obviously like the FRS is on that. I know. Car connoisseur. Car connoisseur. <laughs> so sophisticated. Thank you. That's, that's my big, you. that's my, let me get your monocle. For yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my one big word for today. I'm going to, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to use another big word. Anyway. So yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, doing wordle. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, I spend a lot of time around hypercars and stuff like that. So it's hard to appreciate something that's yeah. like that. But I, you know, it still is a very cool thing to have. I, I forget often because I see it and drive it every single day. And I take a step back and I'm like, damn, I do have like a really sick. Yeah. Car. I think that's and, one interesting point about, you know, in, about what we see. Um, and if we, we talk about this all the time. Like, we, we do get a little bit spoiled. Jaded. But, and jade, jaded, yeah. that's the word. Um, I say that all the time. Very and, easy. But, but it is cool to remember, you know, uh, like for example, I, I don't have anything at the moment, but I also, as I've seen it multiple times, I live in a different element in the sense of some others. You know, yeah. I, I have a wife, I have kids and whatnot, and that's fine. I've had some dope shit in my life. You know, I. I Kindly had a Z32 300ZX, one of my favorite cars of all time. Owned it for three years, put 100,000 miles on it. Tremendous. Loved every bit of it. I had a Focus ST. 
I fucking I love that car for the most part. Oh yeah. yeah. A little It's overrated a little bit, but only because the Focus RS and Fiesta ST exist. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. only reason why. If that was my problem. I thought Focus RS way too much and I was like, this isn't that cool. But in reality, Focus ST's really cool car. Yeah. And so very fun. At very fun cars, exactly. It's the perfect embodiment of a hot Something hatch. we forget a lot too is that you can have fun, fun. in a car. Like, and not have a thousand horsepower. Yes. It's like, it's, You're it's, guilty of that. I know. Obsessed with me who's I, got I, a twin turbo of Mustang V8. But I whatever. I give myself a hard time often because it, I, I often cruise with supercars sure. and stuff. Like even the LFA. And it's I like, bet you, I bet you, Matt, that they're probably looking at you and thinking to themselves, God, that car is so dope. Like regardless of whether or not I have a six or $700,000 car, they love the fact that you can just whip around your little FRS and just have a great time. Yeah. Like, that's the fun about car culture is that variety that we talked about that Pavs is great for. The, we have to remember that. The rich can hang out with the people who aren't as wealthy or, like, you know, and, and still get along. That's, yes. Like, it's, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, and, like, even some of the people that, like, I hang out with and some of our friends, they're in much better positions than I am, but we still get along nonetheless because we just, like, cars. We don't – it's not – there's no other barrier, you know. It's yeah. just, like, yeah. we, we can talk about cars. We can, you know, we like Universal cars. Unified. Yeah, exactly. It's, like – I can cruise my $10,000 car with a $110,000 car and still have a great time. Still have a great time and it'd be no different and still get along with the owner despite us being in completely different positions in our life. It's just like a, it's a super great thing. That's another reason, kind of taking it back to the beginning, why I like the car community so much. Yeah. It's, and like going to these car shows, it's like I said, it's like these people who have made it in life can get along with people who don't necessarily have the things that they have and still get along. Like, Everything works out, and we can have a conversation, go get lunch, and still be best friends with someone who makes more, makes less money than you. And that's not what it's about. It's more about it's a, the passion of cars. It really is. It's not. It's something that we take for granted, but then at the end of the day, when you really think about it, like that's what really brings us all together. Oh yeah. And I think that's a fantastic way to go ahead and end tonight's episode. Um, I'm gonna. I've asked you this question in the past, but I haven't asked him yet because I know what your answer is. What does car culture mean to you as we wrap this up? Car culture is, hmm, let me think about this for a second. I think, okay, car culture to me is about sharing the passion with everyone around you. It is about giving people experiences that are unlike others and that aren't normal. And it's about, like I've touched on, about people from all different types of situations being able to come together and you know, relate to a common thing and, you know, become friends and make memories that way. So, you know, it's, it's very important. And a lot of people like lose touch of that because they think they're like, Oh, well, uh, that guy is more than me. That guy, you know, Oh, I'm better than this guy. It's like this and that. But like a lot of people forget that we all just are car people. We just, yeah. we just like we're cars. Car yeah. You're all just car enthusiasts at the end of the day. And it's like, you know, car culture is very important because it brings people together, you know? Yeah. And it allows people to experience things and live lives that they otherwise wouldn't be able to live. I agree. Derek, anything to add to that, bro? No, that sums it up perfectly. I mean, you can change a life with cars. I mean... Change mine. I mean, yeah. Literally. Sitting in a Veyron once. Yeah. Sparked. You you, you definitely went ahead and took it up another level for me. 100%. Exactly. Um, I'm Cody giving you rides in cars and Cody giving me rides. You know, I'm giving other people rides and... 
one of my favorite things about the car community is how giving it can be. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, one of my good friends, Alex Shavis, shout out to at Topless Target, like, you know, he let me drive around in his fucking 77 911 Targa. Like, he doesn't let anybody drive that car. And he let me. I was like, the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Like, why would you let me? I am not people. But I did. And you know what? I'm, that car, speed-wise, doesn't compare to a 720 in yeah. an SVJ. But it's in its own thing, though, so that fun. car rules, dude. Oh, yeah. And Kent, Kent of Kennington, took me out in his 964 RS. Bro, that car, talk about, you remember we were talking about not taking pictures and just being in the moment? Yep, you get lost in the sound, lost in the feeling. That car is perfect. You get lost in the experience. Yes, that car was a perfect experience for me as a car enthusiast. And it's because of that, like the car community is so giving and whatnot. By the way, I'm not saying a PSA of like, let me ride in your car. That's not what I'm getting at. Although if you do, let me know. What? Hit me up with DMs are open, baby. But, and I'll be happy to go ahead and bring the mics, bring the laptop, and I'll go ahead and have Derek let me borrow the lapels. (laughs) No problem. No, but, like, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful thing and you can only really find it in the car community. And I'm sure there's other people within other communities that are not cars that do something similar. But we're talking about cars. And it it brings us all together in a very special, special way. And that's the best way to end tonight's episode is talking about how the car community is so special in and of itself. And you can go ahead and do just the coolest and funnest of things and just have a great time. So regardless of where you came from, regardless of where you are within the economic scale, regardless of where you are within cars, regardless of what you look like, what you sound like, doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly, doesn't matter. It, 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 this thing is whole, holistically worldwide. It oh, is yeah. just so, so rad. Um, I want to go ahead and throw it out there really quickly. Somebody's got a car for sale, so can we... If you I have, have a lot it? of cars for sale. I've got my Mustang still for sale, and I have my pre-runner truck for sale. Um, I mean... I guess that's about as much as a twin turbo Mustang 2020 GT uh, and then a 2004 Tacoma um, that is a long travel tube chassis pre-runner. Yes. And that Mustang has not hit anybody at any cars and coffees. And Mm -hmm. if you buy it, please don't hit anybody at a (laughs) coffee. That would be really greatly appreciated. Um, I just want to make sure we plug that in there for you, but because yeah, I want you to sell it. that car, it's fucking rad. I do too, because I really want a C63. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of C63s, maybe. Someday. Someday. Well, not maybe. Will happen. Will happen. Not today, yeah. but Soon. someday. Soon. Within Soon. two years. Yes. So somebody give a lot of people, get somebody give Matt a lot of money for that FRS video. Yeah, the FRS is for sale. There I will, you go. I will get the buyer a ride in the LFA. Boom! Ooh. Wow! Putting Tyler on the spot! <laughs> That's a right there! I will be the one giving the ride, but I can get you a ride in an LFA if you buy the car for 100%. what I want. By the way, I need to get a ride in that LFA. I know it's not going to happen tonight, but at some point, um, yeah. we need to make that happen. Um, the keys are right over I know, <laughs> no, but I, no. it's, eight, it's, it's 8 o'clock at night. My wife's probably like wanting to blow up my phone right now, and I'm shocked she has not. But shout out to my wife. I love her and adore her. Uh, <laughs> that all being said, Derek Jones can be found at Hot Lap Studios on Instagram um, just doing cool shit. Yeah. Literally, on the daily. He doesn't post that much, but what he does is heat. Hitter. Heavy hitter. And again, dude, congrats on to, to, to Blair and to you and Charles and that entire project. Like, fucking Extremely proud of that, dude. That's, that is, that's what I'm talking about. 
I can easily say it's one of the coolest things I've ever done. By far. Yeah. But by far. Yeah. And then Matt, keep up keep up the great work here at Echelon, dude. And I'm having so much fun seeing you on the IG page and being the face. Uh, and you're yeah. getting better each and every single time. Your confidence, everything that you say, you say it with a passion. But not just that, you know your stuff. It's clear that you know your stuff. Everything that we've talked oh, about, yeah. the three of us, we all, yeah. I think, I'm a car nerd. You, got, you guys are car nerds. You guys know so much that you guys teach me, and I'm just trying to keep up with y'all. Derek, keep it up behind the, behind the camera, doing a great job for all the media with TXP and all that good stuff, man. So keep it up. At Burra86, you can go ahead and find him. Please go check out his like fun films. I mean, they're all on Instagram. Yep. Find them very easily. And I'm oh, sure yeah. he's took a bunch more that he hasn't posted yet. So be on the lookout. I have like five roles I need to develop. That's so. so I have all Carly this year. I shot Carly Pisser. So. That's nuts. That's going to be good. That's going to be You have no idea. That's going to be utter sex. Like, that's the yeah. best way to describe that. You have no idea. I'm so <laughs> excited to get this stuff developed. It's not even real. Unbelievable. So. Well, I can't wait to see it. And then, of course, you can find me at Tormenting Tarmac again. If you want me to drive your car or you want me to do a podcast with your car, the DMs are open. That all being said, thanks for all the support, guys. Almost at 800 followers. Nice. That's Sweet. super There you stoked. go. Hey. We're at 788 right now. Like, Ooh, if I could go ahead and get up to 800 in the next like couple of weeks, that would make my day. Sick. Um, but that all being said, um, keep on the lookout for more fun episodes with your favorite friends in the car community. And... Hopefully some more cool, dope-ass car journalists from around the community. Big shout-out to Zach Clapman from The Smoking Tire for having joined me last week. And uh, we're just trying to make it happen here at TVT. So thanks for all the support. On behalf of Matt, on behalf of uh, Derek, <laughs> I blanked for about two seconds there. I've been a long day. Let's try yeah, it again. Been a long on day. behalf of Matt, on behalf of Derek, my name is Jorge Aquino. You've been listening to Tormenting Tarback. Shout-out to Echelon Autosports. It's where the enthusiast never dies. Have a great day, everybody. Later. Peace.